Magical Mara Designs is proud to sponsor this episode of the Dub Dub Review Podcast. If you're looking for custom, comfortable Mickey and Minnie ears, check out our designs or send us a message at MagicalMaraDesigns.com. Hello, welcome to the Dub Dub Review, and I'm your host, Chris Malik, and I'm joined by a long-lost friend, Scott Ferrioli. Scott, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Are, are you still alive in Florida? Everything's good? Everything is good. I'm still alive. I'm still in Florida, so <laughs> we're, still, we're happy. <laughs> as of the last check. Okay, very yep. good. Uh, before we start everything today, give me something good in your life. What's going on in your life? Um, I mean, everything pretty much is status quo over here. You know, business is fine. Life's fine. You know, Florida's wonderful. Uh, we did just book a vacation yesterday. Uh, we are going to be going back to Gatlinburg slash Pigeon Forge, Tennessee over Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. The last time you did this, you went with some buddies of yours, your, 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 yeah. na- your neighbors, right? Yeah, we went with our next door neighbors. We went there last June, which was nice. But this time... Um, we're really looking forward to everything being lit up for Christmas. They do a whole huge light display at Dollywood and around Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge. There's tons and tons of Christmas stuff and light stuff. And we thought it'd be a really nice getaway because the kids are off for the entire week of Thanksgiving for school. So we decided we're actually going to drive up there for the first time and just enjoy all enjoy Thanksgiving, but essentially all of the Christmas stuff that they have to offer. Okay, really cool. So Dollywood is like in the family of theme parks that runs Silver Dollar City, um, and that's in Branson, Missouri. So I'm assuming you've never been to Silver Dollar City before. I have not. Okay. So I, I, I've not been to Dollywood before, and it's on the list. But Silver Dollar City, and I'm assuming Dollywood does the exact same thing, there's more lights in that park than you could ever imagine, and it surpasses the Disney parks for holiday theming. So, oh, yeah. if Silver Dollar City does that, I can only imagine Dollywood does that. You'll be blown away. It's it's like you think to yourself, when did they start putting these things up in like July? I mean, it's impossible to get these lights up and look like this. Yeah, that, that's, we've been, I've been watching videos of it on YouTube, and it's essentially it looks like you know, I'm sure, as obviously you know, and a lot of listeners know, what the Osborne lights used to look like at Hollywood Studios, where you used to take the one street. And just like everything is just covered in lights in that street. The entire park seems to be like that for Dollywood. It is. Silver Dollar City was. As soon as you walk in, you're like, Sweet Cat's Pajamas. What? 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 Sweet Cat's Pajamas? You know, it's my family friend. I I wasn't going to say what I really (laughs) said. But like when you walk in, it's almost incomprehensible how many are up. So really cool. Um, But you're kind of a a warm weather dude. You you know that the weather's (laughs) going to be different up there, right? I mean... Well, we, we just went to New Jersey last weekend for a wedding, and it was chilly. <laughs> and okay. I was like, ooh, I don't, I don't miss this too much, so I know it's going to be colder when we go. So we're already sitting there going, we have to bring jackets. Do we have to possibly buy more jackets? Do my kids even have jackets that fit them at the moment? So we, <laughs> we, we have to prepare for this. We're, we're, not, we're not used to the cold anymore. Do you even own a pair of socks and shoes and, pa- and <laughs> pants at this point, or is it just flip-flops and shorts? I do have a I do have a few pair of pants and shoes, not, not a ton, but I, I I'm somewhat covered. I, I still have jackets that I'm still 
relatively fit me from when I had them in New Jersey, so I'm probably okay. The kids, not so much. We've got to get some jackets because they, they keep growing on me, okay. unexpectedly. <laughs> the, this is a great segue because it's going to sort of lead into the show. So my next question to you is, do you have a jacket that fits you? This is a good segue. Um, I, I think I haven't, I haven't put on a jacket in, since last you know December or January, so I, I hope they still fit a little bit. I, I think the, the jackets became a little tighter over the years, so hopefully, if anything now, my jackets will fit me better again. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about this then. We're, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about uh, your, the business. I want to talk actually get into the meat and potatoes of the show, and this is going to be a two-parter or potentially a three-parter depending on how fast we go through the show today. But, so, well, let's introduce a show topic. We're going to talk about all the attractions in a specific park or two that works for a big guy or a bigger person. And that could be based on height. That could be based on weight. And so, I thought it was an appropriate uh, show topic for you, not because you're a bigger person, but at one point in your life, at one point in your life, you were, right? I mean, full disclosure, right, buddy? Yeah, I mean, I was... Not not huge, but I mean, I, I was bigger. I'm, I'm six foot one, and I was probably around two eighty. Yeah. So, I'm, but larger size. I mean, you know, there, there's obviously bigger people than me, but you know, I, I needed to lose weight, and there were definitely some rides that were impacted a little bit at, at Disney, and also just for height. I mean, even six foot one is not that big. You're about the same height as I am. So, I mean, there's definitely some rides that can be impactful, unfortunately. Yes, and it, we always we have a a, a, a pretty snarky word for it and it's called the walk of shame you know when you end up going on a ride and they're like they're trying to push the harness down and you're like i'm sorry sir and you're like oh i gotta walk past everybody with the walk of shame so yep. uh but even before like i started trying to figure this out in my life you figured this out in your life and i think one of the hardest things to do is once you pass that 40 threshold or even 35 year threshold trying to get a hold of this and figure out your path in life and like saying wait a minute i can't do this forever because the old ticker is going to stop at some point. So you undertook that, correct? And and what's happened in your life then? Since then, I mean, I've been trying to eat a lot. My doctor yelled at me and I started eating a lot better. I started um, walking every day. We started, my wife and I did, did it with me. She was very, very um, supportive, which was unbelievably helpful because it had been tough on my own. But my, you know, the first day I went out there and I walked around my neighborhood and living in Florida makes it easier too because it's you can pretty much walk year round. But we walked a mile, and then by like day three or four, we kicked up to two miles, and then and then these are slow walks. You know, we're not I'm not jogging or speed walking. You know, these are at the time probably almost a twenty minute mile, and now we've progressed, and I was doing about five miles per day, and then we started um, exercise walking five miles, and then coming home and exercising, do you know doing crunches and doing um, bench press and stuff like that to try to help out as well. But the main thing, I went back to my doctor, full disclosure, I went back to my doctor uh, two weeks ago because I had gone on a couple of vacations. I gone a cruise, I went on a cruise and so weight came back on and it's been tougher to come off. And he said, he said to me, and I didn't really realize this as much, I was like, I'm still exercising, I don't know what's going on. And he said, 90% of weight loss is what you're eating. He's like, the exercise is great, but really it's almost all about what you're eating. So get back on track, start like docu- documenting what you're eating to find out what you're doing wrong. And as I've been doing that, I've started doing better the past couple weeks again. Like, again, went on that, went to the wedding and stuff, so didn't do great there. Mm-hmm. But I'm back on track. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm only up like, you know, 10 pounds from my low. So not, not a huge amount, but I'm trying to get those 10 pounds back off. 
Yeah. But yeah, you know, it's just it's just watching what you're eating and exercising. And I mean, I, I I've dropped you know I, right now probably about seventy pounds. I was probably close to eighty pounds, but seventy at the moment. So. It, and it's it's a lifetime thing. It's lifelong. You know, it's not like you have to drop it. You have to keep you have to keep this up forever. You know, so it's it, it's it's a long haul. So you're not racing to do it. You're not sitting there trying to kill yourself. And you go, I, I kill myself exercising. Just start with little stuff and just eat, eat better. Start getting some exercise in because again, it's, it's a progression, and you, you're going to have to keep this up. So you know, a fad diet isn't going to help you because eventually you're not going to want to be on that fad diet. You just need to you have to teach yourself how to eat better again and get your butt back out there because as you know. When you're 40 years old, you know, exercising isn't typically you know your top priority. You've got family, you're, you're, you've got jobs. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on. You're not a kid who's got gym class where you're running around mm-hmm. three times a week, or you know, you're playing sports with your friends. You've got a life, so you you need to make time to go and and focus on yourself and make sure you're you're doing the best to take care of your body because you know you've only got one and you've got one trip around, so you got to make sure you. Do the best you can. Okay, so let me play off this. And I underwent a similar weight loss battle, but you've been at it longer than me as far as realizing what you needed to do. So, you know, we've been friends for several years now. And you started this back a while ago and you were sending me pictures. Hey, and I, we noticed your pictures. You were like, man, he, he, looks, he looks thin. Like, what's going on? And, you know, that's when you said, you, I'm walking five miles a day. And at that point, I was still hovering 180, 185, 180, and then I got to like 194, and I was like, all right, I feel terrible about myself. I've got to figure out a plan. So, I, you know, I texted back and forth, and I've got a diet partner, a weight loss partner as well as my buddy Tim, and we kind of support each other and send each other, you know, messages every day or every other day saying, what are you doing today? But you're right about a few things. If you want to consider this, and this this show is not like self-help, how to diet and whatnot, <laughs> but, but you and I are busy guys that are well past 40 and well not well past 40 uh but we're well past yeah slow down (laughs) we're we're, we're past 40 we have families we have kids we have jobs we've got responsibilities and we figured it out so if we can figure it out you can but here's the parameters here's what makes life easy and i'm hoping you agree you mentioned the first your 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 beautiful wife shannon she supported you and you need someone to battle this with you. Going at it by yourself, thinking, I'm just going to do this myself. It's so hard. You need a partner to help support you. Because there are going to be days it's going to stink and you're not going to want to do it. And like I'm sure Shannon was there to kick you in the butt. And on days she was moody, I'm sure you were there to kick her in the butt. And then probably got yelled at for it. For me, <laughs> for me it's Tim. Part two is you've got to be selfish for 30 minutes to an hour a day. You need at least to be selfish. And by that, I mean, you got to get your butt out there. It's food. It's what you eat. But you've got to be physically active too as well. So I'm not saying you need four hours of exercise. And even Scott, five miles a day, that's a long time. We don't have that. But if you've got 30 minutes to an hour, it's something. You know, you, oh, need, yeah. you need to have something in your life. And, and if, you, if you feel like you're being selfish, you need to be selfish because there are time sucks all over the day kids with soccer kids with this your wife has this question you got to make dinner you got to do this for your job got to get you know you got to be selfish for a half an hour a day and then lastly is you've got to be like committed and if you fail on a day or you don't make a day you know what it's not the end of the world just do it tomorrow get back on it tomorrow but you've got to be committed when you start failing for three four five days in a row that's where problems start to mount so um and if you're not a friend of scott ferrioli's Stop the show, pause it right now, go be a friend or friend him on Facebook. 
He's got a video where he's driving. He's got a couple of these. So you know Scott, buy and sell DVC, DVC-Rental, and Scott's a Disney-like personality, and he's part of the community. He's been all over the place. One of the you know best well-known resale companies and rental companies around. But he's also a great guy. So when I see messages from you, like, like away... <laughs> Is it what? What is what is your dog's name? No, hang on. It's okay. It's, it's the mailman. Is it, is it Reese's or, or, or is it, that? That's Reese's. Yeah, the, the neighbors have their landscaper over it. We, I closed the blind so she wouldn't see the landscape. No, it's okay. Apparently, that, that's cool. So that wasn't enough. Go be a friend of Scott. He's got a video where he's driving around, like actually from like he passes the Grand Floridian, and you think, well, yeah, he's showing off in his you know in his car and for no. He's got like the coolest message from a normal dude, not like the guy that you know has like several Disney businesses. And you know, it's it's so enjoyable, but it's also like, yes, that's exactly freaking me right there. I need that to hear that, you know? So go uh, go friend Scott. Anyways. Truth, truthfully, I don't really start saying that because you know it's it's not coming from a guy who sits there at the gym, you know, five hours a day, and you see, you know, who's showing a video, you know, he's got an eight-pack. Heck and, you know, no. You know, I'm not going to be like this. I'm, I'm a regular guy. I'm, I'm still o- o- a little chubby here. I'm not killing myself. It's just, it's, it's just the, and the thing is, it's also, it's not to be in a competition. It, it, it's to feel better about yourself and just, you yeah. know, live longer and just eat better. And it's, you know, it's not something that's not obtainable. It's just, it's just a normal video to say, "Listen, I'm nobody. I, if I could do it, you can easily do it. I'm not killing myself. I'm losing the weight because I, I've, I've got little kids, and I, I want to see them have little kids. You know, I, I want to be around a long time. And you know, I, this is not, you know, yeah, it was just, it was just me because I always do the Disney stuff. Every now and then, I try to do a more like real thing, just kind of like, hey, this is what's going on with me, and. Because people see, I, I did the one video and, and I got so much feedback with people were like, this actually motivated me. Thank you, you know. Yeah. I'm a normal person. I'm, you know, I'm not this ripped guy who's 26 years old saying, you know, you can look like me if you sign up for my program. You know, there's nothing like that. It's just going, hey, you know, this, this is me. I've lost 70 pounds. I'm still, still chubby, uh, <laughs> you know. But, you know, make yourself better. And, you know, do, do what you can to help yourself. You know, so it's, it's, it's a lot more real, I'll, I'll say. And I, I don't post too often with that stuff. We, we, we are just nobodies, but we are real dudes. <laughs> and we, if like you ever heard like the word like dad bod, like if Scott yeah. and I were sitting at the pool, you'd walk by and you'd say, those guys were dad bods. But they also look like they're trying to figure this out. And you know what? Do it. And maybe you can last thing we'll get off this like when when i was talking to tim he was like how do you feel and i was just joking with him i felt i, I quoted like a mick line from from rocky you know i could i could eat lightning and crap thunder you know i feel great <laughs> and, and you walk around with a little your head's a little held higher and because you know you've committed to this and you're trying you know and just trying is good so get out there and try it but anyways enough of that um, let's go have a uh, you know something to eat here right now. But anyways, um, you were a big dude, and you're also down in Florida. So there are a bunch of attractions that you've been able to go on, where like no problem, big dude, completely accessible. And then there are attractions yep. in the park where you might have a problem if you're a bigger guy, height wise. You know, weight. Peter's six six. You know, height wise, weight wise. If you're heavy, so I thought we'd have a show. To kind of give you an idea of which attractions are going to cause you problems, uh, potentially, or which attractions are big dude friendly. Is uh, you, you ready to roll with this? Yep, absolutely. All right. So the best way to tackle this is we've got a few. I got a park map out here, and 
By the way, Scott, I'll need you to send me some new park maps. Mine are a little old, just so you know. <laughs> I'm looking here Sounds at good. Horizons. Here's a <laughs> scratching off Horizons. Very good. Uh, how do you want to do this? Let's go attraction by attraction. So there's a lot. But do you want to go with a number system, or do you want to, like, if it's if it's like like not noteworthy, let's just throw something out there like the train let's just say the train and you're like yeah the big guy accessible no problem maybe handicap accessible issue if you have to transfer but big guy accessible skip it you know and or, or do you want to give it a number system or how should we do this best i say the number system is good and maybe a, a brief description you know if, if needed for it you know like what you just did for the train say you know zero means it's really not good for big guys five is perfectly fine and you know you just really just say the train is you know train five easily accessible you know no problems at all you know i think what you just did was perfect very good so again the number system is this zero is danger danger (laughs) will robinson for big guys um and and ladies and five is no problems all right here we go so we're gonna start where where do you want to start if you want to start off at the magic kingdom or you want to start off at animal kingdom um let's why don't we do magic kingdom is a lot more rides so why don't we do magic kingdom first that way if we run long. Yeah, exactly. Because we do Animal Kingdom, we know we're going to be going into Magic Kingdom, and you never know how long, how far we'll get. So let's start with Magic Kingdom and try to knock that off. All right. So we're going to go around the park, and we're going to start by turning left once you hit the hub. Swiss Family Treehouse. Well, Swiss Family Treehouse, I, I put as a five for big guys. There's no issues with that. that. However, there is, as you know, a lot of climbing and a lot of stairs. So not great for handicapped accessible or if you have bad knees as you're doing a lot of walking and climbing. But for for height and weight, you know, there's really nothing to worry about at all. Okay. The ma- <laughs> it, it, that is true. I didn't know if you were going to add stuff on there. Be like, Scott, what about this? <laughs> no, I, I was going to add, you know what? If you want the best view of Magic Kingdom, you got to go on that attraction because yes. it, it gives you the best view of Magic Kingdom. Great the place Mag- to watch the fireworks, too. Uh, is, is it open for fireworks? Will, will they keep I think, it? I think, I know in the past it's been open for the fireworks. That- Okay. I'm not, not, not sure if they've made a change to it. Years ago on a solo trip. Okay. I know in the past it has been, yeah. Okay. The Magic Carpets of Aladdin. Magic Carpets of Aladdin, I've only done a couple times in the last several years. I I remember being a little tight, not terrible. I I know it's easy to step into, so I put that maybe at a a four to a three. I I don't remember how bad the knee space is in front of you. That's my only concern. I think if you're above like six foot five, there may be a problem with, well, let's be honest. Every attraction we could say, if you're above six foot five, you're going to probably have a a tight fit. Possibly, yes. But that one I think is more accommodating for people of of size. Uh, The Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise, size-wise, I, you know, I put that as a five as there's really no issues with your knees, no issues with width, you know, they, they, they'll load less people on. However, again, stepping as long as you're able to step down into the boat and step out of the boat, you should be fine. Agreed. Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Tiki Room, as you're just sitting on a bench. Nice. Should be a five one as well. Again, does not really affect anything. So big guys, you're perfectly fine. And by no means do I want anyone to ever think that we are, are poking fun. We're trying to help people that might be oh, in the yeah. situation. So if we laugh or anything, believe me, Scott and I lived it. We 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 and, and we sympathize and we're trying to help right now. So we are not trying to be snarky at all. Oh, Pi- not at all. Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean or Caribbean. Uh, I'd probably put that one at 
I'd say a three or a four. That's the one that there's again. It's kind of like a bench seating, so you're you're, you're fine with that. However, you do have the seats right in front of you. I'm trying to think. I don't think my knees hit too bad. Again, I'm six foot one. I don't think my knees really are too affected on that. But if you're six two, six three, I think you could possibly start running into some issues. Six, you know, six six or so, you, you have to be sitting a little spread eagle as the, the seat's going to be kind of in your lap a bit. So or put that maybe three yeah, or four. Try and get the front seat too. That might help out with that one. Yes, yes, good call. Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain. It's been a little while. I think I put maybe around the same thing a three or I think a three or four. Um, again, there's plenty of room next to you. It's just it's a two seater. It's just those seats in front of you, Chris. I don't remember how tight they are. I don't think I've had huge issues, but I think my knee could be up close to them. It, it is true. Taller. Peter has issues on that ride. Cause okay, of, yeah. And is that a shared lap bar or is that a separated lap bar? That is a shared lap bar. I, I'm pretty sure it's sh- shared. Based on a conversation I just had with Tamara yes. and Peter, when the big guy is there next to you, it only goes down as far as the larger person. So that mm-hmm. can play havoc there. That, that, that's what things when we discussed that we were going to do this show is I wrote down a couple a couple rides where it's it, having the lap the one single lap bar come down can be an issue because a lot of times you could be sliding into the person next to you. There's a couple rides I have to hold on to to make sure I don't crush my kids when they're next to me because mm-hmm. the lap bar comes nowhere near them. And then with like you know G force when it pushes you out, sometimes I can crush a kid. <laughs> so you have to be careful. Okay, the Walt Disney World Railroad, and we're going to address it as of its Frontierland stop as opposed to the Main Street stop, but the the railroad. Railroad again. That's one that I'd put down as a five. That as long as you're able to step up into the railroad or access directly. I mean, there's only room in front of you with the seats. That's when I can't remember. The seats might be a little closer, but normally the bench sits like five people. So, you know, you might have plenty of room to like open your legs a little bit to accommodate if the, if the bench is a little close to your knees, but that's normally pretty accessible as well for big guys. I haven't been on the railroad for a few years and I'm getting a little confused of the railroad here, or they have one at our local park. Do they have the bench that actually faces each other towards the front of each. Uh, yes. So you could. The, yeah, the, the one front car has the, um, the, the, the 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 regular front facing bench, and then the one facing backwards. So I always try to go to the front car if possible. Yeah. So that way I have more room. Yeah. If That's you have a, a larger call. family, or yes. you know, you can always get into that one. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Big Thunder Mountain. That's one that I'm going to put at probably a three and that's one of the ones i was talking about that, that's the main one that i had in my mind when you've got the single lap bar and you get you, you, i always get thrown to the side and literally i have to hold on to make sure i don't slide and crush one of my kids uh the front seat's a little tighter but again you, you have room in there it's not super tight so i, I put that yeah, like a three but that that is one that you have to be careful because there is only one lap bar so you, you know my little nine-year-old who's tiny and I'm on there. The lap bar is nowhere near him. And again, he, he, he'll get thrown into me, which is not a problem. But I, I have to hold on around sometimes to make sure I don't just go sliding into him and slam him into the wall. Well, I think you're actually a little generous right there because it might be a two. 
I've always felt like you have to like sit and then you sit down kind of low in that. So getting down might be difficult into Big Thunder Mountain. Um, and you're a good father because when it comes to me throwing myself into my kids, 100, oh, 100%, I take advantage of that. But of course, my kids are a little bigger. So yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you got a big guy now. <laughs> so, all right. What about Tom Sawyer Island? The little boat ride over and then walking around Tom Sawyer Island. Tom Sawyer Island for big guys, last I remember, was a five. I mean, you have to step down into the boat and step out of the boat. But most of the time, the only time I've ever been on there, I've been standing. I, I don't, I, I'm, there's, maybe there's some seating or seating on like little um, crates. But I, I remember just standing on the ride over there. But again, a lot of accessibility stuff when you're walking around over there. That's true. Lots of, walk, lots of walking. And also, they have bridges that are on barrels. So when you're walking, the bridge is actually kind of like, you know, bobbing and moving. So if you're not super steady on your feet, that that can be a possible issue as well. And the cave in the back of Tom Sawyer Island can't That's have tight. Man. Tight. The hard, it's, it's tight to walk, and it's almost like pitch black in there. So it's very easy to kind of bang your knee or not see where you're going. So yeah, the, the, the cave can be rough. So let's give the boat ride a five. Let's give the island. Then, that, that's different, though, right? Yeah, the island I, I put maybe as like a three. Again, it doesn't affect you as much. Except the, the, the cave is really where you get affected for your size if you're if you're a little bigger, mm-hmm. but and but and, but also for accessibility if we're including that I, I put that as maybe a three. Okay, how about a Chris favorite, the Country Bear Jamboree? Country Bear Jamboree. It's, it's the last time I checked, if I recall, it should be a complete five. I mean, it's a huge, huge bench, you know, theater type seating. I don't think the theater the theater seats were too far back in front of you that you'd be hitting them. So that's, that should be no problem at all for big guys, to my knowledge. Scott, I'm not so reassured by your words there. Yeah. Last time I checked, that I'm getting the feeling you haven't been in the Country Bear Jamboree for some time. It's been a while. Oh, like 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 you stuck I've gone, a knife in I, my heart. Oh, I, 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 I'll tell you, I did the, in the last year, I've done, I did the Country Bear Jamboree once and probably had not been in it 10 years prior to that. Oh, my gosh. It's, are, not, it's not on my list. Wow. It's not a bad show. Not a bad show. Not my favorite. I'm, I'm sure we're going to hate me all about this, but, you know, it's it's okay. Oh, man. <laughs> See, there are attractions. There are legitimate, like, thrill attractions I'll pass up. But I wouldn't pass. I wouldn't pass up seeing the country bears. It's you know it's it's hokey, and, but it, it just it feels like like Walt Disney World to me. It's so cheesy, but it feels like it. All right, moving on. Ready? The <laughs> yes. Hall of Presidents, the thrilling Hall of Presidents. Hall of Presidents is another one that I've done once in the last year, and not ten years prior to that. Actually, no. I I have I haven't done Hall of Presidents. Last time I did Hall of Presidents was probably three years ago, and. Not, I haven't been there ever. Maybe I, I've done whole presents probably twice in my life. I don't. I don't think there's any accessibility problems. You know, it's a whole theater as well. But that's not one that I ever do often, to be honest. I'm, I'm hoping that's not your favorite ride as well. I like the Hall of Presidents. Oh, Come, on. Come on. Come on. I, I can see this already. Hey, hey, Scott, it's Chris. You want to go meet at the Magic Kingdom? You'd be like, no, <laughs> no. No, it's Chris, terrible. Yeah, Scott, I'll meet up as long as I can do Hall of Presidents, Tom Sawyer Island, and <laughs> Country Bears, and uh, I want to ride Small World eight times in a row. I'm yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, meet you, I'll meet you at Epcot. I'll catch you later. <laughs> Hall of Presidents is good. It's like theater style seating, no problems there. Um, no issues with you know accessibility or size for people. How about the riverboat when she's rolling? 
Riverboat is one that I actually have enjoyed a lot, a lot more since I've moved here. I, I've probably been Riverboat once before I moved here, and I've probably ridden it five or six times since I've come here. Um, no accessibility issues, except if you go up, the, 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 there's a, a pretty steep flight of steps to go up to like the top levels. But, I mean, most people are standing, but there are full benches there. There's no accessibility for big guys. No problems, I should say, for big guys. So I put that as a five, ex- except for, you know, like walking onto the ship and if you want to go up the stairs. But otherwise, that should be a safe bet. Is is the Liberty Square Riverboat the inspiration? Because you have that, you have a picture of a riverboat on quite a few of your business logos. Is is it the Liberty Square Riverboat or what was your motivation? It is. Yeah. Yep, it, it's the Liberty It's the Liberty Boat. That That's the pick, that's... The, the, the design essentially that we went off for buy and sell BBC. Gotcha. So I'm going to yeah. give a little shout out here. I know you probably took the picture many years ago, but mm-hmm. on your staff, you've got a photographer uh, yes. named Ty, Ty Gehring, mm-hmm. right? And yep. so I don't know if he uses the, you know, this, the slow screen capture at nighttime, but like, like log on to their Facebook group, give it to us later. But like some of the best photography like I've ever seen as far as capturing still shots, nighttime shots, stuff like that, fireworks. It, 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 he's amazing. He, he's got yeah. great, great work. Yeah, Ty, Ty is kind of a jack of all trades. He does a lot of stuff for us. And one of the things, he, he is an absolute great photographer. So he, he, he does some amazing stuff. Ty, just throwing it out there that I Chris gave the, gave the shout out, not necessarily Scott, just, just no, he did. throw it out there. So Haunted, <laughs> haunted Mansion. Okay, Haunted Mansion, one of my favorite, favorite rides. I'm going to put Haunted Mansion, however, at a three. Reason being, it's only a two-seater, so it depends who's on with you because there's not a lot of room. And that, and when they do close up the Doom Buggy, I have to move my knees in to make to, towards the center because if I keep them towards the side, I will be hitting my knees against the front of the Doom Buggy. Ooh. So that one is that one is definitely tighter. And again, I love the ride. If there's two poo-sized people and you've both got your knees going in, or you get too tall people it probably could be a little problematic but i mean it's, it's not something you know you can very easily do by yourself you know if you're, if you're six foot nine you can kind of sit sideways and put your knees over but i mean it, it's definitely one that can be a little trickier okay great ride though <laughs> would minute bowl have a problem on the haunted mansion i'm just curious Minute Bowl, if he has to go all the way across, he's seven six, I believe. <laughs> he might have difficulty. He may, if you're seven foot six, you may have a little difficulty. You may be able to hang your legs outside the ride vehicle. I'm not sure, but yeah, that could be a little trickier. All right, so I know you've got a lot on your business day, but if you've not listened to our show two ten, we have an author named Chris Smith comes on, and we did a full out like exploration walk through history backstories of the haunted mansion it's completely worth your time to listen to it was a great show so go check out show 210 all right here we go prince charming the regal carousel now i'll be honest i I have not ridden uh, rode on one of the horses ever possibly there i've stood i've stood i've stood there and held my kids on while they rode the ride while they were smaller um, I don't know. If you're standing there, there's there's no issues. Actually, if, if you're sitting on the horse, I have to imagine there's really not too much issues except you have to climb up onto the horse, which could not be very accommodating, I'm sure, if you're much larger. But, I mean, it's not like your knees are going to be hitting anything or, you know, you know, you, you can sit on the horse. So that shouldn't be an issue, but it's, that's, a, that's a tougher one because, again, I, I'm mostly just stood there. <laughs> All right. What, 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 how, how would you rate that one? Have you, have you climbed up and Heck rode the horse? yeah. 
Heck yeah! But, is, is, that's one of my favorite things with Cucky Bear is I ride the horse. <laughs> is 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 Shannon sitting next to you right now, Scott? Shannon is sitting next to me. And she's Shannon, laughing. why is Scott not riding the horses on Prince Charming's regal carousel? What is 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 it his male ego? What's going on here? This is something's wrong here. Like my kids don't normally want to wait to ride the horses. They they did they did when they were you know three or five when they were little. Right now I have, I have two. I have a nine year old and a twelve year old boy, and neither of them really wants to wait in line to ride the carousel. The Ferrioli's and the Malks are going to do Magic Kingdom. It'll be the worst experience of the Ferrioli's <laughs> life. They'll go on all the attractions. All right. Every, everybody likes each other. We end up going to Magic Kingdom and hating each other. Hating. <laughs> I'd never go it again. Um, but you're right though. If you're uh, a bigger person, it's not so much the sitting. It's going to be the climbing up in a horse. You're right. So it's probably yeah. it's probably a two and a half or three because there is an effort needed to be you know not it's just it's just it's cumbersome to get up so yeah absolutely Phil Harmagic Phil Harmagic is a is a five no issues theater seating so there's tons and tons of room so there's no issues at all for Phil Harmagic all right Peter Pan's flight Peter Pan's flight uh, it's a, it's it's a similar it's, it's Lap bar seating, and not, not there's a sliding or anything. I'd put that one small accessibility. You have to you have to get on, you have to step into the ride on a little moving runway, and then a lap bar comes down onto you. It can be a little tight around your knees if you're taller. I'd put that one maybe as only a three. Hmm, good. It's, it's it's not too bad. It's, it's as you know, it's really two seater. So if there's two bigger people, it could be a little tight in there, and could be a little issue with the knees, but. It's not like you're ever going to be banging your knee like it's it's a roller coaster and you're going to hurt yourself, you know, slamming against it. But it could just be a little tighter. So I put it as a three. So the same rating and almost the same seating arrangement as in Haunted Mansion. Pretty much so, yes. Okay, it's a small world. Small world. That's another one. Plenty of room next to you because you're in a, a small bench that seats maybe four to five people. However, if I do recall, the, the seats are a little closer to you. I put that maybe as a three because I'm I'm pretty sure that I kind of had to scoot and sit sideways to be comfortable in that ride. So if you're you know if, you, if you're taller than six foot two or three, you're not going to be able to sit forward. You're going to have to you know tuck your knees in inward a little bit to try to give yourself some extra room. Get the front seat I, right. Yep, exactly. A lot of these things with the boat rides, you have to front seat because there's nothing in front of you. And no issues, but again, accessibility-wise, you also have to step down into the boat. So, Scott especially likes to get the front seat on this attraction, being that he's you know a bigger guy. He could block everyone's view by sitting right in the front, right? I mean, that's that's part of your motivation. I, 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 I pretty much wave my hands around in the air and yell the whole ride, try to block people and just distract them as much as possible. Jazz hands, yes. flash <laughs> the camera, and the things. I'm not even trying to be mean. I'm just so excited on the ride, I can't <laughs> stop myself. All right, Enchanted Tales with Bell. Enchanted Tales with Bell, um, you're you're walking through the whole ride. I don't th- actually there, there is there is I, I forget there there is seating there, but I, w- I was up with Bell the, on display the one time I did it. Um, I put that as a five though. It's some bench seating when you are seating, and there's shouldn't be much issues at all. I'm envisioning the most awkward scenario where the kids are all seated, but Scott's right in the front. Listening. They had me as a knight. I was a knight for a little okay. bit. Okay. <laughs> Sit down, kids. It's Mr. Scott's turn. All right. <laughs> Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid. Now, this one is kind of a, a redo of other ones we've done, but Journey of the Little Mermaid. I'd put that one as a four. Only issue is, again, the, the clamshell kind of can be by your knees a little bit. 
I've been on this ride. I've ended up being on this ride a lot because truthfully, this never has a line, and there's always fast passes available for last minute. So I've actually done the ride a lot over the past several years, and it's it's pretty pretty uh, big big person friendly, we'll say. So I'd, I'd put it as a four. Okay. Maybe maybe your, maybe your knees a little bit. I feel like there's more, there's definitely more room than Haunted Mansion. Really, you think there's a difference in size? I I, I think there might. I, I, by a little more room, I mean, it might only be an inch or so. I mean, I, I just I feel like Haunted Mansion. I always have to curve my knees in a little bit towards my kids. Where the Little Mermaid ride, I I don't think I have to curve as much. So I, I think there may be a little more knee space in there. Okay, the Barnstormer. Barnstormer. I have not done that one since I since my kids were little. It's been a couple years. That one's definitely definitely tighter, tougher for bigger kids, b- bigger people. Um, I, I put that probably at, for adults. <laughs> this is for bigger ones. I put that as probably a two mm-hmm. because again, one lap bar coming down. I'm pretty sure that the the seat in front of you is like you're, you're right. You're, the front is, of the car is right up to your knees, and I, I had to go. Si- I'm pretty sure I had to go sideways on this a decent amount. It's a junior so, roller coaster. It's a good yeah, assessment. It's, it's not really meant for adults, exactly. But you know, when you've got little kids, you have to go on it with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're, you're forcing yourself onto a junior roller coaster, and that one it was definitely tighter. So I, I, I don't know if you agree. I, I think probably maybe a two on that one. Yeah, it's, it's, pr- it's tighter. Two is a good number for sure for that yeah. one. Dumbo. Dumbo, um, I think probably very similar to Aladdin, uh, probably had that as about a, a four. So I don't think there's many issues. You have to step into the ride. Um, I'm not sure. You know, there might be a little tightness on your knees, but I mean, it's a two seater. You're normally there with your kid, or maybe you're there with another adult, which is fine too. But two seater, I, I put this maybe a four. I mean, if you if you're decently sized, I mean, it, it could probably get a little a little tight with the two seater with you kind of wedged in there. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 not bad at all. I put it probably about a four. Good number call. Mad Tea Party. Mad Tea Party is one I have never done. I, I don't like. I can't. Now that I'm an old man, I can't take the spinning, the constant spinning. My wife does it with the kids. Um, I. I think that's probably about a five because there's really not an, a knee issue to my knowledge. I mean, you got to spin the little wheel in front of you, but I don't think there's – you can always like straddle the, the spinner if possible. But I don't think that ride will cause any issues. I mean, you, you walk into it, you step, step in there, there's – you know, it's, you're stepping into a teacup, so you've got some room around you. So, I mean, I, I don't I, – I, I would put that personally as a five. I don't think that would cause much issues. All right. What so- do you think? Yeah, so we're not going to go with the size rating. We're going to go with the past 30-year-old rating. If you're above 30 <laughs> years old in this ride, we're going to give it a zero because, I don't know, it, it, that's just a wicked contraption. So oh, I, I was waiting for you to tell me that was one of your favorite rides, too. No. Oh, my God, they're the Malik's. No, <laughs> I, I can't do that. I used to be able to do that, but oh, I, yes, as exactly. you get older, you just simply can't do it anymore. No, nope, can't so. do spinning anymore. <laughs> the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh... <clears throat> This 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 is a, this is a trickier one than I have written down. My wife brought something to my attention. Um, the ride itself, as I, I put it, pro- the ride itself, the ride vehicle. I'll put it and I'll explain and you'll see. I put it probably as a three or a four with just the amount of space with again with your knees right in front of you. There's fine room next to you. Again, it's it's meant for two people. But the opening to get in the ride, it's where it's tricky. I've seen some larger people have issues getting physically into the vehicle because it's like a small door that you have to walk through to get down into the ride. And I, I, I know people personally that have issues physically getting into the ride. Once they're on the ride, they're perfectly fine. But there's just a small opening that you kind of have to wedge yourself through to actually get into the vehicle. And that could be problematic, right? 
if you're if you're more forget, forget the height on this one. If you're a little more poo sized, this one could be actually like a, a two. Because I've seen I've seen people have issues getting into that little door to get onto the ride. Okay, shocking confession. I've never mm-hmm. been on the poo ride. You've never been on the poo ride. Nope. My kids, wow. my my kids were never into it. So when you go to Magic Kingdom, you're basing your attractions on like what your kids are really asking to go on, and so they could never relate. Here's another thing that's that won't surprise you. My kids, this is away from the Disney universe. Um, my kids don't even recognize the Sesame Street characters. Who's the yellow bird? Because really? it's, it's just not part of like their 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 childhood. So it never captured them. So Ooh. yeah. So I've never been on the Pooh ride. But I have been on the one in Disneyland, and mm-hmm. have you have you been you've been to Disneyland, Scott? Yes, yes. The poo attraction in Disneyland is the trippiest trippy of all time. If if you've yes, ever, it was. oh my lord, I don't know who thought of that, but that's 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 like, well, I'm just gonna leave it like that. The Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Seven Dwarves Mine Train is one of the tougher ones at Magic Kingdom for poo-sized people and, and, large, and larger sized people. This one, because a, a lot, I, I'm, again, this is for people who have not done this before and who are not sure what to think. This is the only ride where you're sitting side by side with, with somebody and each of you has your own personal lap bar that comes down not only on your lap, but down past like your hips. And I'm relatively small on the like hip butt area. I'm, I'm, I'm not a big guy. And this is pretty tight on me. If, if you're a little bit hippie, this ride, I mean, I, I put this at, at a two at best. If, if you're tall, if you're tall, your knees are going to be stuck in there. It's tight around your legs. I mean, th- this is, in, in my opinion, I think this is by far the toughest ride that if you're, if you're bigger or taller, that could cause you problems. This, I, I've, got, I've got this as a two at best. Hmm, interesting. I do know that it is difficult, and I think other guys that I know that are bigger have also had a really hard time. Peter has a hard time with this one as well, too. Um, I just want everyone to recognize that I'm not actually calling you out for saying poo-sized people as if that's regular part of the vernacular, but <laughs> hashtag poo-sized people. Amazing. That's the term they use. Amazing. That, that's, that's the term that Disney people use. They say poo-sized. There's groups on Facebook for poo-sized people like Winnie the Pooh. And Oh, my gosh. Uh, All right, here we go. Um, I'll, start, I'll change it and throw some piglets in there or something. Else. Piglets sounds worse. You, you, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, you're making it worse. You're one of those piglet people. You're making it worse. <laughs> Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor is a five. There's there's no issues. It's an open air theater type thing. So there's little tables and stuff there, but there's there should be absolutely no issues if you are tall or larger. Okay. I give that a full five. Is St- Stitch's Great Escape when it's open and operational? Stitch, Stitch's Great Escape. Um, try to, it was a little little bit tighter. No issues with your knees, I, I would think, for height. Um, I mean, as, as you know, when it was open, you know, it, it comes down and like locks you in. But they're, they're, I, I put it at maybe a four. I, I can't remember if there's any tightness around the legs or anything. But it, it was. It's not bad at all when it is open. Correct. So four. Four or five. I don't. I don't think there's many issues at all, though. The speedway. Sp- Speedway's definitely a little tighter, and you got to step down into the car. I, I put that maybe as a three. Um, I, again, I, I've only been on the ride with my kids, so I, I've had extra room in there. But I, I don't think it was too terrible because a lot of times, you know, one of you has to do the, with the with my kids at least. You know, one like I'd have to do the break for them, 
and they drive. Well, actually, that it's, it's only one guess. Actually, it's what you left on the gas. It breaks by itself. So I, normally, I would drive the gas for them, and they would just steer. So I think I think there was a decent amount of legroom actually in there. So maybe I'd say maybe a four. Well, okay, so four might be higher than I would have given. Generous. It. Well, here's why. You you mentioned it, and if you're waiting in line with your kid, which we're going to assume you are, your kid's going to run and get into the car first, which is going to leave you a tiny amount of space, and and you have to like step over, and then it's an awkward step down because your kid got in the car first. So if your kid's not in the car, it's easier um, than if they get into the car first. So okay. Space Mountain, Space Mountain is one of the other ones that's higher on the list. This is one that, again, if, if you're in the first car, though, you do have more legroom. Otherwise, you have to step down into the vehicle, and essentially there's a seat. The seat in front of you, you have to you put your legs around each side of it, so you're, like, straddling the seat in front of you. You can pretty much almost do dental work on the person if they recline a little bit. I'd put that one... I'll, 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 I'll put that one as a, at a three. There's that one also... Even the way I am now, that one's also tough to get out of the ride because you're, you're, you're kind of low down and your legs it's like picture sitting on the floor of your house and you got your legs spread out and then you have to kind of like lift yourself out to get out of this ride so I'll, I'll, actually I'll put that as a three maybe even two and a half just because also getting out of the ride is actually I think harder than getting into the ride I have to like jump and do like a couple different maneuvers before I'm able to like literally project myself out of the vehicle <laughs> okay what about like people of height because definitely tougher yeah definitely tough it's tougher for everybody it's one of the toughest things i would say this is up there with seven dwarves i think it's probably the two toughest rides to do if you're taller or if you're a little bit heavier or if you you're not as spry as you used to be because literally again you have to like climb out of the vehicle it's also dark so you have no spatial recognition so if you're taller in the dark everything feels like it could be a potential obstacle hitting you in the face or the head, so are you, on the physical track when you're riding. Yes, yeah, I, you, I, you, you called it perfectly. I, you sit there and you find yourself ducking on this ride because you can't, you can't figure it out. It's Correct. hard because you go. Disney must have seven foot people who have their arms out in the air to make sure they're not clipping anything. But you're on that ride. You're six foot tall. You're ducking because you're like, oh my god, it's it's going to decapitate me. So, so uh, on the show that we just released today, we actually talked about that. And there was never a person decapitated on that ride, but there was a dummy that's been positioned at various heights that did come back without his head back when the ride first opened. So, <laughs> really? like, it's an urban legend. There also was a gentleman who did sue, and he was hit in the head and suffered head and neck damage. And when they evacuated on the floor of the attraction, they found a camera and they found a candle. And so, at some point, one was flung out of a car, and as it trickled down, hit somebody. But just the mere fact that you can't tell where the track's going or where things are above you, you always feel like you got a duck down low. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Astro Orbiter. Astro Orbiter, um, haven't, honestly, haven't done that one in a while, but that was another one that I feel like I was getting... I feel like you were getting... There's some real G-force in front of that one. I can't remember if, that, if that's two across or not. I, I think it might be... I'm, I'm not sure. Chris, how, how well do you know Astro Orbiter? Zero. I, I know Excellent. it's I know it's zero. So, but I don't think it's two across. I I, I think yeah, I think it is sing, yeah, it, it, it is single. Not think about it. it is single inside. I feel like it was tighter to get into. I, I'm this is I'm guessing on this one because I haven't done this one in a long time. I believe this one's probably closer to like a three or three and a half. Okay, the TTA. TTA, 
uh, put, I'll put that as a five. There's, well, here's the thing. I'll put that as a five unless, because it, it, essentially it's good for four people. You know, two facing forward, two facing back. You're, you're facing each other. If you've got four big people where everybody's got long legs, that's the only thing that could be an issue. I mean, you, you've got a decent amount of room in there. It's, you know, two by two. So I, I don't, I put that as a five unless you've, you've got, you're cramming a bunch of people who could have issues all in the same car together. Because if all, if there's four people that all could possibly, you know, fall into this category, you, you know, you, you could have all intertwined legs and it, it could be a little messy. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it, it's not a big issue at all, I would think. Okay. Last two Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger Spin. Buzz Lightyear, I put that. The only only concern on that one is possibly getting similar to Haunted Mansion, to Little Mermaid. It's that similar type of ride vehicle where you, your knees could be a little impacted. I don't think they bought, it's bothered me as much. So I, I put this as a four as well. If you're six foot six, this one you could be hitting your knees on it. Um, but it's not, not a bad one at all. Easy to get onto the ride. So I, I put that as a four. Okay. And last but not least, the Carousel of Progress. Carousel of Progress is pretty much essentially theater-style seating, so no issues at all. That gets a strong five. Okay. I think what we'll do today is actually let's hold off just on Magic Kingdom because there's something else I want to get to today, and then we'll come back and do the other parks um, on in, in another show, if, if that's cool with you. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So uh, the last thing I wanted to mention before we talk about your Facebook group and how to find you and ask questions was, uh, so so Scott's been on the air for a long time with us, and Scott is the owner of Buy and Sell DVC and DVC-Rental, and Scott Scott's broker was is B Thaxton, and about f- five months ago, four months ago, B and Scott, you know, are are, are pursuing different business ventures so so they're no longer together so i kind of wanted to ask you about you know what this you know what's going on in your business or or, or how are things on the, the the buying the selling side the rental side everything is still going well over here um you know we we had ty step in a lot more so ty you know ty who does our photos is also a licensed realtor mm-hmm. and you know his whole thing is we were having him you know train with b and he was you know coming to help out and then B's no longer with us, so Ty's taken over everything, and I, I'm helping out a little more on buy and sell as well. But you know, business is still doing well. We're still moving along. Everything's everything's great. I mean, we're just loving the business, loving being down in Florida. Just everything's good. I mean, Ty, Ty's a really great guy, very personable, great with photography as well. He does a he he does a lot of our back end stuff too. I mean, he's got, like computer science stuff. I mean, he's he's really the jack of all trades. He knows a lot of stuff. Cool. But he's been doing a lot of focusing on the buy and sell stuff now that he is no longer with us. And and Shannon is involved, obviously, and and Ty's yes. wife is as well. And, and you, how, yep. how's the rental side? How is that going, Scott? No, rent, rental side's doing well. Uh, we Sh- Shannon, Jeannie, um, Ashley, and myself all a little. I, I'm not as involved in the rental side. I, I'm doing a lot of the Facebook stuff and marketing and buy and sell. So I'm, I'm not doing as much with the rental side, but I'm still answering a lot of questions and stuff and promoting. And rental side is doing really well. Um, I'm trying to think of anything really new going on. Um, not not particularly. I mean, it's it's the business. So people are still coming to Disney, and <laughs> we're booking the rooms. Every, everything's good. We just stayed at Animal Kingdom twice. We stayed in August and. Um, October, and I'm trying to. We have a reservation coming up for the new Riviera that's going to be opening in December. 
we've got a room there, I think, for January, so we get some videos of that as well. Nice. So just yeah, just business as usual, shooting videos, having fun. You know, it's 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 a great business to be in. You know, you, when you when you love your business, as they say, it's never really work. You know what? Good point about the shooting of the videos. You 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 do take. We don't really talk about this enough with you guys, but your YouTube videos and your walkthroughs of various room accommodations are really good like like thank you great quality so i know that you do some i know that ty does some and whatnot but like if you're looking for a particular room two bedroom here one bedroom studio um if you check out your youtube channel you know it's uh you might have it so uh, you know really good good stuff there a lot lot of options or truthfully if there's ever a, a video that we don't have whether it's a room or if there's something specific you can always let us know and we'll try to go out and get it for you you know i mean you know we all everybody who works for the company lives within 15 minutes of Disney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, we're, we're all right here. So if there's something you want, if there's pictures of something that you really want, videos of something, you, know, you can always let us know. And, you know, one of, one of our trips to the parks or trips to one of the resorts, you know, we'll definitely try to grab it for you. Okay. So I guess let's, let's, let's ask, what are the ways people can get in contact with you or like, where can they find you, buddy? Um, you can always find me on, on Facebook under scott ferrioli it's f-e-r-r-a-i-o-l-i um on instagram we're dvc rental on on youtube or dvc rental you can just the website's you know the website's dvc-rental www.dvc-rental but when you go to create when you go to youtube or any these things they don't allow you to put dashes in there so mm-hmm. we're just regular dvc rental uh the best way to email me and reach me is scott at dvc-rental.com they always email me definitely the best thing is to reach us that way this is kind of a shout out to you and really anybody who's got a disney related business if you're making ears if you sell dvc if you're rental so obviously you know i have a facebook account too and and i often and i'm a use of quotes creep on people's accounts to see like oh what's going on in this group what's going on in this group and it's inevitable that someone will have a request or the amount of redundant and mundane requests that if you have a business you have to respond to with like uh, um, energy and positivity I swear in every DVC group uh, probably three, five, ten times a day I see the same so what is DVC and how much does it cost so (laughs) you know kudos to anybody who sells DVC that has to respond with like oh yeah well feel free to reach out to me you know we're the sponsor and I could just imagine like your head explodes like oh really really that that one hasn't been as bad recently. There, there were some promotions that we had on Facebook where I would literally get that question three or four times a day, and you, you want it's it's such a tough one because you're like, well, that's like going into a car dealership and saying, well, how much does a car cost? And you're like, <laughs> a well, lot. There's a lot of variables. Yeah. It's, you know, are, are you looking for the bottom line? You know, we, we, you know, we've got used ones from five thousand, and we've got ones over there for one hundred and fifty. You know, and there's thousands to choose from. You know, it's, it's not as easy as how much does a vacation cost or how, that's another one. You know, how, how, I'm looking for seven days at Disney. How much does it cost? Yeah. yeah. Hold on. <laughs> there's, there's a there's a lot of gray area in there, so it's. It's tough but fun, and you're dealing with the public, which is always tough but fun. <laughs> well, but we, we love it. Look at it this way: so you work next to your wife all day long, right? Which is tough but fun. <laughs> um, Shannon right now is going to punch you in the face, but okay. She, you work next she to can't your. Hear me. She's not listening. <laughs> next to your wife all day long. You live down by the parks. You enjoy warm weather, and you maliciously send me texts when it's cold weather up here. And you actually send me. Nice, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. What? Yeah, 
Uh-huh. Um, so life is good. And you know what, though? It's not all it's not all gravy. You you got to work. And just like we were talking about exercise business as well, too, it's not like you're on permanent vacation. I know that personally from knowing you. So, um Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you know we post stuff all the time and you know I'll, I'll sit there I'll, I'll share a video I'll go out somewhere and take a video and people oh it's so great to be you I'm like you understand it's not that much fun yeah you know you, you're doing regular work you're like alright let me run over to the park park you know get in there shoot the video do whatever come home you gotta upload it do everything and you know there, there's a lot of stuff that kind of like goes into it you're like or you're running out to meet a client you take a three minute video and you post it, and you know everybody thinks, "Oh, you know, this is what you're doing all day." And you're like, "No, this was only a few minutes. I've, I've been working all day, and Correct. you know, I'm not always getting, you know, I don't say not getting a ton of joy out of the videos, but you know, a lot of times you're just going up there to shoot something for someone, or you know, you, you're there for business, you know. So it's it, it's it's fun, but you know, it's it's definitely work, you know. I mean, there's when I've posted job opportunities in the past, you know, we get bombarded. Because I think a lot of people just think like it must be amazing. It's like it's a real job too. Yeah, right? real there's job. A, there's a lot of work that has to get done. Mm-hmm. Real job, real responsibility. So, um, I'd like to actually give you a shout out then before we leave. And and essentially, when you start this, you know, we, when we started this podcast, we reached out to a lot of people, and Scott was always super supportive and super welcoming and accommodating when our show was just nothing and through that time we become good friends and we text and send messages frequently and i will say that you know one of the one of the the best things and and one of the nicest guys that i found on facebook over and and this is not even show related or business related is you so um you. you know what i it's been it's been frankly it's been my honor and my pleasure to actually you know call you a friend so i appreciate it thank you i mean i'll be honest i'll be honest with you as well on here is that i'm sure you understand you know we go into shows sometimes you know it's for business you know we we want as much exposure as possible when you initially had us come onto the podcast i mean on the podcast the first time i didn't really know you guys i didn't know anything about i knew much about the show i did i didn't really know much i said all right you know it's a good opportunity for us and I found a great group. I mean, I was like, you know, you guys are awesome. You know, you're you're actually one of the nicest guys I've ever met. You know, you never have a mean thing to say about anybody. That you know, it's you know, kind of teaming up with you and being on the podcast has been absolutely great. You know, I love being on there with you. You know, you're you're really solid guy. I mean, I'm sure you come. I'm sure as everybody sees you, knows you seem like a genuine guy. You know, like you. I fooled everybody. I have fooled <laughs> everybody. Yes, exactly. You seem like a, I'm sure everybody who hears you, you know, says, "Oh, he seems like a Midwestern guy, just like a genuine, nice, like down to earth guy." And this is uh, the way he is on the show is who exactly he is in real life. He is just like this. He's like the nicest guy. I'm annoying you know, shirt, shirt, in real annoying. life, just like on the show. I'm just as annoying. He, he, he will give you the shirt <laughs> off his back, but he will then put that shirt on you and drag you into the uh, into the country <laughs> bears. The country bears You've got to sit with me. Show with him. Right. He will give you the shirt, but he will make you watch country bears over and over. This apparently. is truth. <laughs> truth. All right. So, hey, listen, we're not done with this, though. We're going to stop for today, but we are definitely going to get back together for Animal Kingdom, for the studio for Epcot and Scott I'm going to make you nervous here when was the last time you were at the water parks I, the water parks last year right. I, 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 had, I had tickets to the water parks last year when I renewed my annual passes I did not get the platinum pass the past couple of years they were free to get the platinum pass you know if you bought the the whatever the, the gold, gold one whatever you got the, you got the platinum the reverse that premium you got the platinum they didn't do that this year so I haven't been to the water parks since last year Okay. Well, we may even touch on the water parks. 
So oh, okay. So all right, buddy. That sounds good. So for everyone who downloaded and listened, we appreciate you. So if you could go to iTunes, Stitcher, leave us a review, we would appreciate that. And also go send Scott a friend request because I want you to see that video, not for business-wise. I want you to see that personal video when he's driving around. He's got a couple of them. Take a look at that. And again, we're nobodies, but we're (laughs) trying to figure it out. And if we can figure it out, you can figure it out. So with that, for my buddy Scott, for myself, I'd like to thank you. Have a great day. Thank you very much.